Blog Talk Radio. It's time to open up your eyes. Open your eyes to make you wealthy and wise. You can watch your profits rise with a business enterprise. We give you what you need to know, what you need to watch your earnings grow. You can reach a record highs with a business enterprise. Listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise, where we want to see your business drive. It's November 29th, 2015, coming to you live from New York, New York. Most of you are full from Turkey Day in the town that never sleeps, New York City, while some of you have started planning for the holidays and others are still sitting there with a full belly. We have a wonderful show for you today. This is our food and drink series, and we have the author of the STD for Autism and ADHD, Raman Prasad. Good evening, Raman. Hi, Erica. Great to be here. Great to have you. Raman Prasad, author of the STD Cookbook and Blogs, focuses on information on Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, autism, and issues related to digestion and health, especially as they pertain to the specific carbohydrate diet or STD and other methods of balancing the microbiome. The site started as a collection of recipes to help people with inflammatory bowel disease on what to eat. Many of the people have found relief from simply bathroom hunting, mounds of medication, and associated pain and suffering by using the specific carbohydrate diet, as described by Elaine Gashel of the book Breaking the Vicious Cycle. The diet is also valuable for those with irritable bowel syndrome or IBS. And since 2004, the autism community has been using it extensively. Welcome to the show, Raman. Hey, thanks again. How did you become an author? And tell us a little bit about your journey. Well, to give you some background, when I was 23, I was in my sixth year of struggling with ulcerative colitis, at best eating for bloating and low levels of abdominal pain. And this was punctuated by periods of, well, it's kind of gross, but bloody diarrhea, also sharp headaches and stomach cramping. And the only thing that would help was taking heavy doses of steroids. At the time, I was living at home and had barely enough energy to get through each workday. And one of my memories was, was after a third hospitalization. My eyes were popping from steroid medication, and I was unable to sleep. And I found myself in the garage going through my father's tools looking for an awl. It's a screwdriver-shaped tool but with a sharp edge used, used for making holes. I held it tightly and, like, and plunged it downwards. But I wasn't trying to, to you know, hurt myself. I was actually trying to make an extra hole in my belt because I'd lost 20 pounds. And I was so gaunt that all my pants were suddenly too big. And I wasn't sure if I could sit and, and concentrate at work, but I was determined to go. And I knew I had to somehow keep my pants on. So eventually I found the uh, specific carbohydrate diet that helped me manage my symptoms. And so that, that was kind of like the beginning of my journey as a writer. And, um, basically years later, and having years of good health, it used to bother me that I was better 
but thousands of people were still getting their intestines removed and put into biohazard bags because of the like, Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. So I wanted to share my experience. Wow. Wow. So you're you're living proof of the actual diet. What is SDD? CD, it's not a. It's definitely not a snappy diet name. It stands for um, specific carbohydrate diet, and the diet itself is actually over ninety years old. It was developed by uh, Dr. Sidney Hoff, who was a Manhattan-based pediatrician, and he used it for celiac disease in the 1920s to the 1950s. It's funny because back then celiac disease wasn't a gluten-free diet that, that came kind of later. But the SCD was used heavily enough that, um, well, bananas were, were often used, like ripe bananas for this diet. And during World War II, when all the ships that delivered fruit were requisitioned for the war, the New York Times ran a letter from, from Dr. Haas assuring all the patients he had with celiac disease not only that he had or throughout Manhattan, that they could still, you know, visit uh, a doc that for the United Fruit Company and they, and it would somehow get food to them. Um, the diet that was revived in the 80s and 90s by Elaine Gottschall in the book Breaking the Vicious Cycle. And basically uh, it was used for ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease, which even now um, medication costs like fifteen dollars to $20,000 a year. And it's supposed to be a lifelong disease. Uh, and m most people have surgery from it. So that, that's kind of a short story of the diet. Wow, it, it has a pretty um, healthy history there. Uh, you have a couple of books. Can you give us a summary of what they are? And obviously we we can tell some of the inspiration, but can you elaborate? Yeah, I think, sure, I'd be happy to. You know, the first one was uh, Colitis in Me, and it came out in around about 2001. It was... It was more of a personal story. Then after that, along with my, my partner, uh, my spouse, she um, she's definitely at least 50% of my efforts, either, you know, helping directly or, or giving me time to work. We made a, we made a cookbook together, and the inspiration was actually we were visiting so many friends and trying to explain this kind of weird diet at the time, which maybe isn't so weird now with similar diets like paleo or some people have heard of the GAPS diet. And so that, that cookbook did, did fairly well. And we were contacted, we actually made the cookbook ourselves. And after we were contacted by a publisher to create, to create a cookbook, and they, they had found the website. And that was exciting. We got to go to, you know, food photography shoots. And the book sold quite well. It continues to sell thousands of copies per year. Mo but most recently, uh, building upon, building upon the experience of the previous books, we, we worked with um, Pam Farrow, who's a good friend of mine, who has been treating autism with uh, a dairy-free version of the specific carbohydrate diet. And this latest book, we, we basically, it's, a, it's half a guidebook and half a cookbook for people that want to use the diet for autism or ADHD. Interesting, very interesting. Um, how does the food and diet affect brain function? This is a good question. You know, we, in terms of, I could speak to uh, autism directly. You know, if you think about, um, well, first of all, you know, I used to think, oh, my, my health problems were so bad way back then. But with autism, especially parents 
trying to raise children, it's a real struggle. Um, the studies have come out showing that that moms who have taken care of children with autism have the stress levels of combat veterans or PTSD sufferers. And this is from, like, measuring, like, the cortisol in, the, in their blood. And what happened was, was Pam's had been treating these, these uh, moms for so many years or treating these children for so many years. And when I talked to them, I'd always hear, like, the same story, how their, their children suddenly were happy and kind of relaxed. And part of the reason it's so stressful is a lot of children have tantrums, and um, they, they, could raise, they could range from, like, irritability to aggression, to even, you know, banging your head against the wall. And, and the question of, like, how does food and diet affect brain function, you know, this diet can be used to manage autism where, you know, we're not talking about curing autism, but the whole part about tantrums, you can imagine if food isn't um, fully digested, which often it isn't in children with autism, it, it can cause abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. And the analogy I like to use is the idea of, like, a bubbling cauldron. So, you know, you have this food that's not getting digested. It, it's just sort of like fermenting and churning away. And the stomach pain itself, according to uh, medical journals, can cause, you know, moaning, crying, pressing your stomach against the wall, all the way up to, you know, irritation and, and self-harm. So that's one way it, it could affect the brain is just by that abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. And the second way, without going into too much detail, is, if, the, if children keep eating food that isn't fully digested, in addition to pain, they're going to start injuring their intestinal lining, and you'll get something called leaky gut, where food that's not supposed to go through before it's fully digested, you know, a lot of times, like you hear, like a gluten-free or casein-free diet, those proteins are, are getting into the bloodstream and causing inflammation in other parts of the body. So a lot of children, yeah. So it's there's just kind of effects to cascade from there. But I think the main idea is food that isn't fully digested leads to this bubbling cauldron in your stomach, and and causes all these other effects downstream. Have you thought about partnering with schools that specialize in ADHD or autism at all? We have you know Pam's. Pam's professional practice, she works a lot with uh, Massachusetts Department of Mental Health. So very recently, they've actually been, now that, now that she's been able to put a lot of her practice into this, into this book we've made, they've been using it a lot more for um, group homes with adults and also at a local community college. So the partnership is, is slowly building up. In addition, Coming up this spring, we have, we're doing a talk with um, a group of dietitians in Massachusetts who invited us to speak about diet and mental health. Okay. What uh, college did you attend? Did that give you the foundation um, for study for this type of a topic? It's <laughs> a good question. I'm not sure college really prepared me. I went to um, Cornell as an undergrad, Cornell University, but what I studied was economics, statistics, and statistics and social sciences. And I later did a master's in computer science. But really, a lot of the foundation for for the, uh, this work has been from experience and curiosity and access to academic libraries. So, so for instance, for the book I did with Pam, we've always had people kind of vet the material. 
you know, Pam is a is a nurse who's who's an expert in this field. We had several doctors and dietitians review review our material pre-publication, and that included Dr. Martha Herbert, who's an autism expert expert from Mass General Hospital, as well as Harvard. She actually wrote the foreword for the book. So I, I think really the foundation is w- willingness to read and and a lot of curiosity. One of the noteworthy members you mentioned was Elaine Gottschall. Can you tell us about how you made that connection? Sure. So when I was, you know, that the time when I was really sick and sort of desperate, I was kind of willing to try anything. And I came across her book, Breaking the Vicious Cycle, which described this uh, SCD or specific carbohydrate diet. And years later, you know, I, I was healthy by then. I wasn't taking any medication. I was living in New York, and Elaine had come down to do a book reading. And I, I first met her there, and the thing that really struck me, she was in her, her late 70s at the time, was just her energy. It, it's incredible. I, I mean, she was kind of wearing down people like uh, who were in their 30s at the time. And, wow. and later on, I met her again. She asked me to go to a um, an autism conference in Washington, D.C. She had been invited down there and really didn't know what to expect because – she didn't know her diet was being used for autism. And even there, you I mean, she was speaking to a 1,000 people. It, 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 basically, she just had an inspiring amount of energy. Uh, I guess one of the stories that Pam will tell you is that when um, Pam's son has autism too, and, and when she read Elaine's book, she got hold of her phone number and called her up and, and asked you know, if she could speak to her more. And Pam actually, Elaine actually said, no problem. I'll drive down because Pam wanted her, uh, Elaine to talk with other medical practitioners. So Pam lived in Massachusetts, and Elaine lived in Toronto. And when Elaine said, "Oh, I'll just drive down," and she was in her 80s, and 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 she did it. She went with a friend, but it was not a, not an issue just to kind of go. So. That is very inspirational. Very inspirational. Do you have a website? I do. It's um, scdrecipe.com. We do. We, there's also a blog that's linked from there. It's uh, blog.scdrecipe.com. The past two and a half years, we've been focusing on the book, and the blog's been, update, been updated steadily. But over this winter, you can expect a revised website to be out. We'll be sharing a lot more of our book material and making it e- easier for families to starting these specialized diets especially when you get into practical questions such as, you know, what do you do with on holidays or how do you prepare letters for schools and even how do you, you know, how to prepare your kitchen and working with your family to, to undertake such a diet. Cause it's, it's not easy. Children with autism are uh, the pickiest of picky eaters. Gotcha. So what is the future vision for ramen prasad and STD? Well, it's kind of a funny goal. Um, you know, the STD, when, when, I, when that first book came out, The Colitis in Me, if you mentioned diet to a doctor for Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, you'd almost be laughed out of the room. But in the last couple of years, slowly the diets are picking up. Um, Seattle Children's Hospital uses, uses it as a first-line treatment now. A Rush Medical Center in Chicago recently published an article with about with over 100 patients on the diet. Uh, and Children's Healthcare, which is a large hospital system in Atlanta, they also recently published studies on the SCD. 
So my, I think my long-term involvement with NCD is actually to become obsolete, and this information is just in the medical mainstream and very accessible to, to patients. Um, in the near term, now that this book is done, uh, in 2016, I hope to uh, collect a lot of stories and profile people. Actually, three weeks ago, I talked to a mom who, whose son was diagnosed with autism, and he, he's been on the SCD for about six years now. And the NIH, the National Institute of Health, has flown him to, to Washington, D.C. twice to understand how his symptoms went away. So I, I really, you know, love talking to, to families about these kinds of stories and hope to just put more information on the web. And very likely in print, I'm kind of refraining from trying to do another book, but I think one is starting to form. So that, that's the, the future. Okay. Uh can you tell us, I know you mentioned one of your upcoming events, but can you tell us again what the upcoming events and maybe some of the places recently that you've been? Sure. We recently spoke at the um, uh, Connecting for Change conference in New Bedford, Massachusetts. And coming up, and we've spoken at several local libraries. Coming up in mid-January, we're speaking at the, the Northeast Organic Farmers Association which is at Worcester State University. In March and April, we're going to be at the Trident Bookstore, which is uh, on Newberry Street in Boston. And in May, we're going to be at the Southeastern Massachusetts Dietetics Association. And likely in between those times, we'll post other events on, on the website. Great. Uh, well, thank you, Raman Prasad, so much for being on our show. We know that you and the SCD Books and website will continue to be a great success, and we look forward to watching uh, your business and books grow. Great. Thanks so much. It was, it was great talking to you. Same here. For more information on the SCD recipe, you can like them on our Facebook page, or go to scdrecipe.com. Thanks for listening to our 2015 Food and Drink Series on Block Talk Radio's Enterprise. Remember to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. And our new page, TV Table and Streaming Show, America's Enterprise. You're listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins.